Transpotting contains adult language, juvenile humor, and honest depictions of trans joy. Consume at your own discretion. I love, I love it. it. Okay, now that you're back, I think it is Celeste's turn to be interviewed. I agree. Moi? Moi? Hello, Celeste. What is your name? <laughs> Google's talking to me. Hang on. <laughs> oh, shit, I forgot. <laughs> no, so something I said triggered my Google home, and it was like, say that again? Uh, no, I'd rather my name not is Google. Celeste. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather, really rather so not. So my name is Celeste. I is actually important. See, on the uh, first episode, I introduced myself as Tay and Celeste. We're just going to drop the Tay for a while. Let's call me Celeste. Yay! And thank you. Yay! But yeah, that's my name. That's Wear a good name. Well, I like it. Where are you from? <clears throat> Originally from Michigan, and then moved to Tennessee when I was just a wee little baby. Spent... Like 26 years there before moving up to Vermont, where I am now. Do you like it in Vermont? Oh, I love this place. It's gorgeous. I don't, like, I love the cold weather. I love the snow. I love, people are so nice up here. People always talk about Southern hospitality. I lived in the belt buckle of the Bible Belt. And this is, even talk like pre-transition, like, I just looked like a normal dude. People are not nice in the South. They just pretend to be nice mm-hmm. and they do a bad job at it because it's like always has the undertone and everybody knows that they're not being nice except for the outsiders. Right. So the outsiders will come in and be like, oh, everyone was so nice. And like, no, they hated you. They hated you. Did they say bless your heart? I was going to ask. Always. Yeah. Every time. Yes. Yes. That's that's still something that's in my vernacular every now and then. I like bless your heart. Mm, same. I kept that one when I lived in Georgia. It's right it's sassy. So like it. I'm all in for that. I lived in but North no, Carolina for a little bit. Ooh. I might have picked it up there. So in Vermont, people are either really nice or they just don't talk to you, which is the best of both worlds. I feel like that's kind of a Scandinavian <laughs> attitude, isn't it? Just don't talk to anybody. And I love that. As I said, I hate people. So like, <laughs> Gee, I wonder unless why you're you going to be people. friendly with me, don't talk to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't care that you exist. I'm sorry. <laughs> so yeah, Vermont's good. 
I got I got real good maple syrup now. Mm-hmm. I'm jealous. So You'll have to send me some. Hot. See, I like how you say syrup because I say it's syrup. And you say syrup? it's syrup. 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 Actually, syrup. Syrup. I don't know. Interesting. Dialects are fun. Is is yeah. They're very strange. Mm-hmm. And so, so despite living in Tennessee most of my life, even before voice training, I never picked up the Southern accent, but I can imitate it perfectly on command when I want to. Nice. We'll have to have a Except voice acting I, night. I, I only know the Southern man voice. I don't know the Southern woman voice. That's not as, I'm, I'm working on it. Mm-hmm. I'm still workshopping that one. But I mean, if I just want to go down and talk like this, I can do this all day long. Mm-hmm. That there right like there a... got you stuck up <laughs> in the morning, Mark. I was going to say, you sound like a femme boom hour. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. See, it's it's hard for me to drop my voice at this point. So, like, I use this voice all the time now. So, like, when I try to go back to my man voice, it's, it doesn't work as well. Especially when you're, like, being recorded or people are listening. Yeah, so you're specifically listening to me. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, pressure. Mm-hmm. Right. <clears throat> I feel that. The other day I was, um, I do theater. And so I was practicing doing rehearsals and we didn't have one person showed up and he was playing the role of adoring boyfriend. And so I was like, don't worry, I'll read for it. Let me just get my boyfriend voice on. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Do you still have it? Oh, yeah. And then okay. one of my uh, co-actors was like, oh, I'll go weak in the knees. <laughs> and I like weak. <laughs> See, I, o- I only have my deep voice when I for like uh, metal screaming. My normal metal scream isn't, mm. isn't as deep as it used to be, but I can get there if I want to. I tried to I tried the other day to try to get down to my original baritone voice for speaking. And it, it was a no go. Much to my sur- happy delight. <laughs> I don't think I want to lose mine. I like being able to go there when I want to. I, I yeah, I like that. I I kind of miss it. Yeah, <laughs> but also I don't. I don't know. It's a double edged sword. Yeah, I yeah. don't miss mine. I got gotcha. you. So, yeah, I don't know. Marcia, you can do it for both of us. Okay. Maintain it for both of us. Okay. Yes. Celeste, what is the most challenging thing you've ever done? I mean. like most trans people are going to have the same answer but you know coming out um not to my wife though so I came out to my wife a week after my egg crack moment which happened at 3 a.m while I was sitting in bed watching YouTube um contemplating nothing really I was just watching YouTube and then sitting there my wife is sleeping next to me and then I just suddenly am like oh shit and so then I, I, I dealt with those thoughts for a while, for about a week, told my wife, that was easy. I knew it was going to be easy. And that was quite a blessing to have, to that be an easy conversation to have with her. Um, but then coming out to friends and family and I had to, there was a period of time, especially after I started hormones, a solid two to three months that. I kind of just told my friends, hey, I'm going to go away for a while. I don't, 
every time I would interact with them, I would fall into the same routines of how I had been interacting with them. And I knew I had to break that, but I didn't know how. So I just basically told them, hi, I still love you all. I'm going to go away for a while though. I had to, and during that time, I completely broke myself apart and I figured out what did I like deeply actually like being? What did I not like being? I slowly pieced that together. And then I was able to like reintroduce myself back into life. So like I quit my job. I I did everything. I had a three month hiatus of everything. Except for my wife, really. That took a lot. Like it's easy for me to forget about it now. But every now and then I think about that. I was like, holy shit, that was tough. I think it's really fucking cool that I was able to do that and like not just survive through it, but thrive through it. And I found a person inside of me that I really like in my 27 years of before that I had never had. Aww. So like, I'm going to cry. And coming out was hard to specifically my family, my parents, all of that. Um, Lots of not understanding. I didn't need them to fully understand, but with the not understanding, there was a lot of like hold you at an arm's length kind of thing and dad being like why didn't you come talk to me and like get my opinion on this what could you have possibly helped me with you are a cis man what could you have done and like at that point at that point in my life so I guess me my egg cracking I had never knowingly interacted with a trans person in my life like I lived in rural East Tennessee And like, I'm sure there were trans people around. That's not what I'm saying. It's just like, I had never knowingly interacted with one or had even a passing relationship or know-how with one. So like, it was easy for me to not understand that. And then, you know, all of that comes forward. Coming out to family was hard. Um, My brother completely disowned me because he didn't trust me around his children. You know, fuck, Mm -hmm. fuck. Yeah. My sister's been fantastic though. Like truly the only one in my family that like easy accepted me move on. And we have a better relationship as sisters than we ever did as brother. And that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So coming out and figuring myself out and what that means. All of that was also just like, dismantling the like spiritual upbringing that I had and like figuring out all of that. I had done a lot of that pre egg crack, but you know, there's a couple extra steps when you realize that you're trans also. There are, it's like extra steps there, but like that deconstructing who you are and re-putting it back together. I think that's a really good way to put it when you pull a couple of the Jenga pieces of your life away and watch it kind of fall and go, well, I guess we're going to start from square one. (laughs) 
guess we're doing Time this to start now. All over. Yep. Yeah. Only yeah. only now they're pink, blue, and white Jenga pieces I'm putting Yay. on top of each other. Yeah. And for me, moving to Vermont was the final like uh, I get to start over somewhere where nobody knew me who I was before. Like no preconceptions of me. I get to introduce myself as me and that's it they get to take that at face value that's pretty cool i think you're pretty cool oh thank you i think you're pretty thank you i got good at makeup too so like yeah you did that happened good job how long did it take you to get good at makeup how long so i've been doing makeup for right at about a year now. So when I first my when I first started hormones and everything, I'm like, nah, I don't care about makeup that much. And then I suddenly started caring about makeup. And then I became obsessed with it as I do about things. So like I would put it all on, I would wipe it all off, I'd put it all on again. And I'm a bit of a perfectionist about things that I care about. So like doing my eyeliner, I would probably draw it on and wipe it off six or seven times in the mornings before work after I finally came out like and started a job as a woman. So perfectionist with that kind of stuff. So it just a stupid amount of practice and me being overly harsh at like, this angle is slightly different than the other angle. I got to start all over. I'm definitely a perfectionist too at that. But it's interesting because when I started transitioning, I did that a little bit. And now that I'm like a little bit further in, I have like less of a desire to, I think. Which is kind of interesting because it was like the opposite of you. I still enjoy it and I still enjoy doing it a lot. But it's also one of those things if it's like almost feels like a hassle sometimes now. I understand that, but I still I still enjoy looking up and reading about makeup and watching short videos on how people do it, and I'm still learning new things. Like, I've gotten better over time, clearly. Like, I at least semi-know what I'm doing here, but I have a lot more to learn. Yeah, well, I, you, I be you able do to go great, wild. though. You do. Thank you. Yeah. I think we I all think have a lot to learn. Yeah. Well, I think there's an important distinction to make that like, and I'm going to say this for the listeners, trans people don't owe you being good at makeup. There's a difference between, between that and people being like makeup aficionados, right? Like they, like they really care about it and it's something that they're passionate for, like Celeste. Um, But at the same time, like we don't, we don't owe you that. That's for us. It's for us, right? It makes you happy. I mean, yeah, you look yep. you look fantastic, but I, I I see how happy it makes you, and it makes me so happy to see that. I, yeah, yeah, it makes me happy to do it. And something extra cool about Vermont that I never felt I never felt comfortable in Tennessee going out in public without makeup on. Like that was just that was an uncomfortable thing. Up here, yeah. I'm comfortable enough to do it, and I'm still treated with respect, and still even gendered correctly it I don't understand but I like obviously I'll take it I appreciate it I love that yeah yeah so 
that meandered a bit, but here we are. Great. That was a great okay. meander. That was a great, <laughs> great meander. Funny I, you see, this time I, I, I led more with with the question that would have some more negative connotations. We could get dig ourselves back out of that hole and ask yeah. some more fun ones afterward. So, Marcia, do you want to ask some questions? What's your biggest fear? <laughs> Fuck! Oh, <God. laughs> I've got plenty of fears. <clears throat> spiders? I hate spiders. Really? And I know that's so stereotypical. So my wife and I had a thing. It was like even in our vows at our wedding was like I had to kill the spiders. I've always hated spiders. She just hates spiders a little bit more. And one of the first things I, she said to me after, you know, I came out to her, she's like, you still got to kill the spiders. <laughs> like, fuck. <laughs> I'm so proud of you for facing that fear. Um, I'm terrified of needles. And yet my preferred form of estrogen is yeah. injections that I do every week. So, yeah. Um, I also hate heights. I'm not tackling that fear, though. <laughs> that fear can just stay there. Uh, how about ski lifts? I've never been skiing, okay. so I'm that would be terrifying though. That would be yeah. terrifying. I do like roller coasters though, so what a twist. What a twist. What an exciting journey. <laughs> um they're fierce. I mean I could go really deep and dark and depressing with it, but I don't think that's necessary. I mean if you want to. I mean, both of you are wearing black lipstick today, so we are. It was planned. It was planned. <laughs> I don't even have any black lipstick. That's why we didn't ask you. OMG. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. OMG. This is only my second time ever wearing black lipstick, in fact. It is. You take to it so well. Thank you. And so, like and so do feel... you, River. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. That's very okay. sweet of you to say to, uh, you know, to feed my, my vainglorious attitude, but it's, it's really not true. Let's feed River's ego. I'm all for I it. I mean, that's what River, you look for. amazing. You wear that lipstick as if it were a guitar. <laughs> what? <laughs> you play licks on it. <laughs> What we're what we're saying, River, here is uh, you're hot as fuck, uh -huh. and so are you, Marcia. <laughs> mm -hmm. But especially Sorry, River, Celeste. this is this is River. Yeah, especially especially <laughs> Celeste. Well, I was making sure you weren't left out. Oh yeah, you're also hot as fuck. Thank you. It's true. It's true. You you're are welcome. I don't feel hot as fuck today. I'm just wearing a t-shirt that says "Explore" <clears throat> on it. Hot as fuck hot as is fuck. not is not just makeup it's not an outfit it's an essence it's yes and you've got that essence that's right it's called ooh they hot as fuck <laughs> you're goddamn right yeah. you're goddamn right i'm hoping Just they can sell a little it bit in a bottle. bottle in the morning I, and you're I, perfect I, 
I could use some hot as fuck over here. I'll send so. it to you. It's cheap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're really stupid. I love it. I fucking love this. I love this. All right. Sorry to derail the conversation to make everyone give me compliments. Um, but I, I'm I'm not sorry. Anytime. I'm not sorry at all. That was wonderful. I Don't love be. your fashion style. It is amazing. Oh. Thank you. I am jealous of your fashion style. Thank you. A hundred percent. Thank you. I got a lot more goth after I had my surgery. <laughs> it's wonderful. That's so, so what they really don't warn you. you. When yeah. they when they eat when they eat the testicles, they also <laughs> put a little bit of a uh, little something little something goth in there. They don't oh, tell you about that. They didn't. No. 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 They don't tell you. No. It's the you know it's the death of the penis that just brings it out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All the is that why you wear a ton of belts and stuff? Most Scots I know wear a ton of belts on their legs I don't, and stuff. I, I, oh, I don't. I don't oh, do that. Okay. I I didn't understand where you were going with that yeah, at I first. Didn't. I thought it was a setup, and I was like, "Where is this?" No, no, no. I don't wear a lot of belts. Just a joke about goth clothes. I do wear a lot of leggings now, though, and it is amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I imagine. If you could travel to a fictional world, which one would you pick and why? That's a good one. Hmm. I have always loved Lord of the Rings, as we've spoken about before. Mm-hmm. Good one. I love fantasy settings in general. There's so many different fantasy settings, though. There's so many cool fantasy settings. But the problem is there's always like a really bad thing happening too. So how, how do you pick one? Mm-hmm. Well, we'll pick Lord of the Rings. It's just fantastical enough to be interesting. But you could also live a pretty average life in the world of Lord of the Rings and still like see some cool shit at the same time. But which race seems- would you want to be a part of? <clears throat> or would you just be you transported in there? I think I would just be me. Okay. I think I would just be me. I would probably want to live either in the Shire or Mirkwood. I would. I would love to be in an elf. A damn movie. elf. Yeah. Well, you of already are might. an elf. It's true. You are hot enough for one. Yes. Yes, yes you are. Yeah. You both it. <laughs> yeah. I just want to be able to walk on snow without sinking into it. Mm. I want to just see what those elf eyes can yeah, see. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> What do your elf eyes see? Mm, I, see. I like it. <laughs> I like what I see. Like, yeah. We'll, we'll go with Lord of the Rings. I like that. It's just... I like it. Sweet. I will pick a different question here. Hmm. Hey, Celeste. Yeah. What are you binging? What am I binging? What are you binging? What you binging? What you binging? I've been I've been kind of hopping around a couple different things recently, but the closest thing to my obsession this isn't quite what you're asking. I'm watching a lot of Overwatch gameplay. That watching counts. people stream Overwatch. That's that's my thing right now. O W. And it's it's been like kind of my thing for the last month or so, and we're going on a pretty long obsession for me. I usually change every two to three weeks but we're still going strong we're still going strong 
Is this so, yeah. Overwatch 2 love- or still Overwatch 1? So Overwatch 1 doesn't exist anymore. Oh. So Overwatch 1 multiplayer transformed into Overwatch 2. And that's all of Overwatch 2 that is out right now is just that multiplayer. They have a single player component coming out at some point. I don't know. That doesn't really matter too much. But it all kind of rolled over and it's like free to play now and all of that kind of stuff. So been So are you playing, playing it or just Overwatch. watching it? Oh, I play and okay. watch. Yeah. So I've always been like a first person shooter player. Like I've been playing almost every Call of Duty since Call of Duty 2 back in I don't know what year that was. I was I was what but a wee lad. First person shooters have always been like my favorite thing. Growing up, I played played lots of Call of Duty. I played lots of Halo, lots of Battlefield. Overwatch was cool and interesting when it first came out, just it being like a hero shooter and that kind of thing. There was a lot more to learn. And I've come to really like that. At least if I'm playing with someone, that game is just miserable to play if you're playing not with friends or something. So, who do you yeah, who do you main? I I love Brigitte. Yeah. Um, I love Lucio. If I play DPS, I'll play May or Symmetra. Symmetra is actually probably my my favorite DPS. Um, tanking Diva. Diva's my gal. Also, Arissa. Arissa's pretty cool. What do you think your choices of mains say about you personality wise? <laughs> Um, that I have no ability to pick one single thing ever, <laughs> like most people do. <laughs> See, this is this is why Overwatch is great for me. I'm so ADHD. I've got like 30, uh, we're up to like 30, what, 5, 36 different heroes, and they all play differently. Mm-hmm. So like, I get bored, I just swap to something different. That's a good way to do it. It, it, yeah, it, it. feeds my um, lack of focus. I get bored if I have to play the same character too much. Yeah. See, I always wrestle with my ADHD and my autism wrestle. It's like I need to have a routine mm-hmm. versus I I need something fresh and new. And frequently the autism wins and it's like I guess I'm playing Doomfist again. <laughs> <laughs> Do you're a Doomfist man? <laughs> I, I I was for a bit. I was like I have one thing and it works every time. <laughs> Uh, I don't yeah. even play Overwatch. I haven't, played, I haven't played it in probably I haven't played it in probably three four years though. So I I, oh, I so don't know what my main is now that now that I've transitioned. Yeah, Doomfist is a tank now, so it's a it's a different whole different oh, ball well, game with that. Doomfist. Yeah, <laughs> it's a whole it's a whole different fist game. <laughs> Pre-transition, I used Ooh. to play a ton of League, and my favorite characters in that were all of the um, the women characters who transformed into beasts. So there's like Nidalee transformed into a cougar, like Elise transformed into a spider, Shivana transformed into a dragon. And then later I found out I was trans and I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Okay, that tracks. That makes sense. That tracks. I have one really quick tangent to go off on, if that's okay. Please. Um, Please. Just reminded me. So I I used to stream a little Mm -hmm. bit before, um, a couple of years before I, I 
transitioned. <laughs> and um, I'm really bad at video games. It was it was just funny to watch me play them terribly. Mm-hmm. And one of them was playing with my friend Meg um, in Overwatch. And uh, back in the day, you could actually have more than one person play the same character. And so there's an episode out there that's called Too Many Lucios. Because her and I both chose Lucio for funsies, and every other person on our team in matchmaking was like, "Oh yeah, I'm I'm doing this too." <laughs> and we won like overwhelmingly. It was ridiculous. That's fantastic. I love that. I did that back in the day, but with Torbjorn, we yes. were all Torbjorn. <laughs> so good. so just so many turrets. You can't do anything about it. It's so stupid. So dumb. Ah. <sighs> Well, things. that'll do it for us tonight, folks. <laughs> <laughs> for those of you who don't know anything about Overwatch, thanks for sticking with okay. us. So I will plug a little bit. I've not yet. I, I have a deep desire back in me to finally start streaming once yes, again. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I do already have a Twitch. It is the same as my Twitter, which is Sapphic Celeste. Will I ever do it? Who knows? But I would like to. So um Give me a follow just in case, but I'll definitely drop it on Twitter too. I will. I'll give you a follow and you can follow me at Ono Marcia. Yeah. And we should so play together sometime. Been... We can do that Twitch thing. Yeah. Where you yeah, can yeah, like yeah. have. I want to do that guest too. Squad stream. Yeah, let's try, try stream. Try stream. Let's do it. Try stream. Yeah. I am That'd also be... on Twitch, yes. but I have not streamed anything and also under the same yeah. Yeah. cupcake hell sword. Consistent branding. Thank you for listening to Transpotting. Catch you next time.